Welcome back to another episode of Daily Reality. I am Ryan Daly with, once again, my wife. Amanda Daly. I thought you forgot who I was for a second. That was funny. Yes, I forgot who you were while you're sitting right next to me and I'm looking right at you. Oh, I'm a bit say, overtired. It's been a long day. Um, but last episode we got into a lot of talking about parenting and what we our takeaways from reality TV shows and their parenting and our thoughts on it. And it was kind of a pretty heavy episode, the last episode. So we're going to try to lighten it up a little bit on this episode. A little bit. <laughs> Hopefully a lot. Hopefully it'll be more laughs than like actual seriousness. Seriousness. And uh, you know, we're, we're in, into the new year. So let's start it off with uh, having some fun. Well, I was on a deep dive the other day on YouTube, and I came across um, a, I don't even know who it was, a person who was looking up, like, they were doing those, where are they now? And she brought up Tila Tequila. <laughs> do you remember Tila Tequila? Of course I a, do. A shot of love with Tila Tequila. I would <laughs> say, if this was present day, I would definitely follow her Instagram account. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> so... I, I my question for you this week is what are some of the most random reality TV shows that were out there that people may have forgotten about that were just so ridiculous or not even ridiculous just like episodes old, old that we didn't even old, think yeah, about old and how are those old episodes those old like reality TV shows and what they've kind of like brought out of like newer reality TV shows well, I think it's funny that you bring up Tila Tequila and it was like a shot at love, right? Yeah, now they have the double shot at love with, with Vinny and, and Polly. Polly. That's so well, funny. Had, <laughs> that's probably like going five years back now. But um But it's kind of funny how they use the same name. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm like, are you sure that's what the name of it was? Yeah. But yeah, I definitely remember it. I, it was a big deal. She kind of looked like a porn star, I feel like, and that was kind of like the look then. Yeah. Like the tiny waist, big, big boobs, flashy well, think, clothes. And well, I never really watched it, but like just from listening to what um, this person was saying on this like video was that I guess it was women and men who were like fighting for her love. And apparently she wasn't uh, bisexual hmm. and it was all like created up by MTV to make it more. I don't know, dramatic, I guess. I don't even remember that. I mean, I definitely watched it. I don't know how. I don't know that I was like super into it or really knew what I was watching. I'm trying to think of what year because she's in her 40s. Um, it had to have been around like 2005, 2006, because that was actually maybe even earlier than that. 2003, 2004, like the beginning of my space. 2007. It was 2007. 2007. I just looked it up. A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila on MTV, which so, that's not her real name, but you're right. A series of con um, consistent bisexual themed reality dating shows. I really, now I, now I'm like reading it and I'm remembering. Um, and then that makes me think of two other dating shows sort of that happened in the reality-esque early Kind of along the same 2000. lines of it. Um, yeah. Uh, it was a rock of love with Brett Michael. Yep. And, um, 
Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love with, with Flavor of Flavor. <laughs> Which is super random. I was obsessed with Rock of Love. I remember being like, I wanted to date Brett Michaels. And like, I was, I don't even know. 14. No, I think I was like probably 16 or 17. And he was probably like 30 something. I think he was probably in his 40s. 40 maybe. <laughs> I don't even know how um, Brett Michaels is right now. But I was obsessed with this girl that I think she won that show. Her name was Jess. Um, she had like bleach blonde and like pink hair, and I like wanted to be her. And I, I was saying this to you. I had like her picture from that show on my MySpace of like my people I want to meet or something. Um, and Flavor of Love. Like, let's talk about how creepy that show was. And all these, like, older dudes dating these, like, young model aspiring women on MTV. The only thing I remember of Flavor Flav was he always had that giant clock around his Yeah, head. that was, like, a Flavor Flav thing before that show. Yeah. I never, I never watched any of those. The Flavor of Love, the Rock of Love. Rock of Love was the same year. It was 2007. And I'm just looking to see what production i don't remember what that was vh1 yeah i don't think it was mtv but i'm pretty sure mtv and vh1 VH1 are like kind of under the same same. umbrella so it's like you know you can double make double the same show and just put on two different channels well flavor flav started it all because they were into that that show was in 2006 so flavor flav was the first one yeah and then it was rock of love or was it and flavor flavor of love was on vh1 and then Rock of Love and the uh, Shot, Shot of, of Love, Love. those kind of aired the same year. Um, I remember watching Rock of Love, like, religiously every week. I feel like my dad was watching it with me <laughs> and, like, my best friend. And I just, I don't even remember exactly what they did on that show. It's, like, making me want to, like, go back and rewatch this stuff on YouTube because everything is so accessible on YouTube now. Where, yeah. like, back then when those shows aired, it, like, aired and that was that. Right, you Where, had that one once mm-hmm. a week. Once a week, and you couldn't yep. even and like you binge it. You had to wait till yep. next week. You had the cliffhangers. Yep. Which we're gonna we'll come back to this. I want to segue off of this. We just started watching The Circle. Hey, hey, I got Ryan watching reality TV. Well, we've I've talked about this on previous episodes. I yeah. like it because it's a game show. It's right. it's a lot of fun because it's 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 like a you know games. I, I like playing games. I'm a it nerd interests in you because it, you use your brain a little bit more. So Netflix is it's a show on Netflix. If for people who don't know, Netflix is known for like binge worthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you could just watch it all and. We watched the first four episodes, and then that was it. We were mad. And now you have to wait for them to release the next... More episodes? What is Netflix episodes? doing? Netflix. Right. So that's if my question. It's like, <laughs> so are they trying to go back to like the the way it was where you had like you had to wait every week or for like four new episodes? Or I don't know if that's just a reality TV thing. I haven't noticed it as much with like regular shows on netflix it's always like a whole season airs but for whatever reason with like these reality type dating type game show type shows they like show they're like recording a a series of episodes and then making you making you come back for more i don't i don't like it (laughs) i don't i love to binge and actually you know if anybody that's listening has any old reality tv show they think i should binge i'd be gladly to take that on um I would, I, we were sitting on the couch the other day and we, and we were talking about, um, the Meet the Barkers. Right. And how that is, was a reality TV show. Yeah. 
And you watched that. I did watch it because I am a big Blink-182 fan. And okay, I love yeah. Travis Barker. So, yes. Okay, so similar to why I'm watching the Kardashians now. You're a big Kardashian fan? No. Since when? I, I'm no, I am a bl- big Blink fan. And Courtney oh, yes. is now dating Travis engaged to travis so of course i need to watch it because i have to see what's going on with them <laughs> and um, you can relay me with all the information well really i just actually really liked watching meet the barkers and again these like old like reality shows yeah. that I, ha- I haven't even thought about in years and i feel like not that we're that old but i'm like oh my god i can't even really remember what it was about um so I think I'm, I was playing like the trailer for you and you're just like, what? This isn't the trailer and it was the first, first episode. episode. Yeah, it was on YouTube. <laughs> and it was funny because they like went out like partying or something and then they were both hung over, like yeah. really hung over. <laughs> um, but I, I I don't know. For some reason, I just really like that type of show, that type of like film me at home with my like spouse or girlfriend. Like I liked that. Yeah, you, like, seeing you, you like life. the watching people's lives yeah. where i am more on the game show game show like ha- strategy. like strategy behind it which is kind of funny so we talked about those kind of couple older shows um you know flavor of love rock of love a shot at love and then we talked about the fact that it sort of like came back in a ways with like jersey shores um cast members Vinny and polly and a double shot at love and there was two seasons of that one season where they were actually dating right. and a second season where they were just like working in like a club, uh, in, a club in Vegas, Vegas yeah, yeah, yeah. which I also think is a really interesting way to film a spinoff reality TV show because let's be real. It's a spinoff from Jersey Shore because it's the same cast members, which other cast members from Jersey Shore also did spinoff reality shows because I also watched Snooki and Wow. Did you watch that? I did not watch Snooki and Wow. There was so much cheetah print and uh, zebra print so on that right show. up your alley. <laughs> like, I think they, like, it was, like, Jenny and Snooki got, like, an apartment together and, like, lived together. And there was just so much cheetah print duct tape on everything. And I remember being like, I want to do this with my best friend. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, just, like, live together and record us living and doing random crap. But anyways, so, yeah, the, the spinoff shows... Um, but it made me think of how we were watching. We watched Jersey Shore together as like, you know, when we were dating and stuff. And then yeah. it, and then we started watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Yeah. And what, what interests me is there was this new game show, reality show that came out called All Star Shore. And you never watched it with me. And that was like a game show. Yeah, no. You remember me watching it, I right? I remember you watching it. I you remember, watched like one episode, I think. I think, yeah. I remember, um, what's her name? Angelina. Angelina was on it. And I'm like. I don't like her. I don't, Angelina <laughs> kind of turns me off. Like, I feel like no matter where she is, there's just drama. I think she's misunderstood. And I think she does things and then puts her foot in her mouth and realizes it's like, oh, I don't know that I should have done that. But anyways. So she puts the cart before the horse? Maybe like an old man saying <laughs> um but i thought what was interesting i'm getting to a point that makes sense okay so we have these reality shows these spin-off reality shows then there's this reality game show that you should have watched with me but it it made like absolutely no sense to me but i feel like you probably would have been like oh this is a great show it makes sense um i watched that show and there was a guy on it named james who was on yeah. Doherty shore and overseas and i was like 
Huh. Geordie Shore. Let me look this up. And of course, on MTV. Paramount Plus. Paramount. Yes, Paramount. Because they're all in the same. They have all of the seasons of Geordie Shore, which is basically... Jersey Shore, but in England. England. And they have these ridiculous accents, which I know we probably have ridiculous accents to them. Ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. It's quarter to 11. Um, And I'm watching this show, and it's literally like if Jersey Shore just had, like, an alter ego. And I was pregnant, so I was just, like, binging this every night. And then you started kind of, like, watching some of it here and there with me. So I I like the english accent mm-hmm. i like all accents i'm i'm a, a sucker for like english accents australian yeah you have your friends on your little games yeah. that you play and you like to just listen to them talk <laughs> even like streamers that i watch I, I tend to find myself watching like a lot of like british streamers mm-hmm. um i like their they like slang like in China, it's they, stuff that like you. I'm sorry if you've never watched any of these type of shows or know anybody from the, these type of areas. It's like it's like watching someone speak a foreign language, even though they're yeah, really speaking, they're speaking in, in English. English. But they yeah. Have, yeah, but they have terminology, which what kind of like first originally speaked my interest of terminal like the British terminology is a movie. One of my favorite movies that you absolutely no. hate no. is Green, Green Street, Street Hooligans. Hooligans. Which is about the the soccer who or the football hooligans in England, and they were talking in their um like their English slang, which was kind of my first taste of it. And then Jordy Show was your first taste of it. I mean, I'm watching it and I'm I'm reading like the subtitles because I can't understand <laughs> what they're saying, or there's yeah. things that like they said or did that I'm like, hey babe, do you know what this is? Like, do you know what this means? Um. And I feel like you kind of got into it for a little bit. I did for a little bit. It was. It and was, that is some trashy. It was. It was it, trashy. But it was also interesting. Like I, I think I took it more from a different perspective than you did. I saw it more as, like, how are they airing this on like English TV and seeing the difference from English TV to American TV. Let's talk seeing, about that. And seeing what they can air on that and what they like don't air on here. And like it's just how what he's more, trying to say is we saw a lot of titties. <laughs> <laughs> more how the how like the U.S. is more PC compared to like European television. PC or PG? PC like parental control. Oh, PC. okay. Um, so like PG parental. Guidance. Yeah, I mean, same, I, same kind of same. Thing. I think if you rewatched Jersey Shore from the perspective of you know a thirty-something year old now with a child, you would you would cringe at some of the stuff that. Our American TV aired, but watching Geordie Shore, like the things that they aired, especially in the first couple of seasons, I was like, oh my God, we're seeing people naked. We're like seeing some raunchy things that people are doing and nothing's being censored or like blanked out. Um, But for me, I felt like it it, it pretty much mirrored Jersey Shore in a way like there was still your relationship yeah. drama your cattiness your who's sleeping with who who's mad at who is there a new person coming in the house however they were much more like rotating with new cast members where like i feel like jersey shore tried to stick to the same yeah people. They always so they always had new people come in but i think jordy shore was more of a party business that was televised rather than 
Jersey Shore being more of, you know, seven strangers living in a house for like a month. Right. Because trying they... to play like a spinoff of um, the real world. Yeah. But with like Italian Guido. Right. Like, Guida people and they did Jersey work, Shore. but they weren't working for a company that was like a party, like influencer company. Where Jordy Shore, they were. They're working for like a company where I forget what the lady's name is. Uh, that runs it's the so company. So bad that I can't think. Of yeah, name. they like curse her out like constantly in every episode. But like, if you messed up like at work or in the house, like she kicked, she kicked you, you out. out. Mm-hmm. Like she had full control of who was in that house. Anna. Anna's yeah, her yeah. name. I don't know why full, I couldn't think of it. Full control of who was in that house and what they did and who went to work that day and who, like, did what, so. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, that, I mean, I think we kind of fell off a little bit on it because I think there was a couple as, like, a season or, like, a couple episodes that were missing and then we yeah. kind of lost the storyline or whatever you want to call it. Um, but the drama line. The, the, the drama line. I'm like, okay, is this like episode 40 or episode 4? Yeah, because it, it feels got, like I'm in the Twilight Zone. Kind of got mixed up and it kind of lost us. And there was, there, it, it, what, uh, what interests me, me the most from a cultural standpoint was how different males are. Yes. Over there than they are here. And how I feel like men are a lot more comfortable and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, being a male in the United States, but I feel like men over there were, like, way more comfortable with their sexuality and, like, don't really care. Like, a guy here would never, like, kiss another guy just because, like, oh, we're drunk, let's have a good time. But, like, they would, like, make out with each other and not think twice about it, even though they're completely straight. Yeah. Or, like, they're wearing those really low V-neck tight shirts and, like, tight, tight, skinny jeans. Not that there aren't people that wear that kind of clothes in the United States, but I mean, like, it was, like, every guy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the the style that, like, every guy had over there is more of the style aimed towards, um, like, gay men here. That yeah, but I don't... Sense? See, I don't know that that's, like, a real thing, but that's kind of what our perspective of it is. Right. I'm watching this show and... Let's just say it's not things I would wear. Uh, you wouldn't fit in that. <laughs> I love you, but you true, wouldn't fit. True, true. Okay, just, it's not things that I couldn't see any of my friends wearing. Well, and I, I get, like, you you know, you're a hockey player. You have that locker room jargon that you guys talk to each other yeah. and stuff, like, where you, like, slap each other's butt or whatever, but... I don't know if you do that, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, right. but these guys were like, like they would full on, like they have this game that they play when they're like trying to get the party started. It's so weird. It's called the ice cube game. And they yeah. like pass an ice cube, like French kiss style, like down a line of people. And they could do that with like four dudes in a row. Yeah. And it's not weird. But in the United States, that would like never happen unless you were at like maybe a gay club. Yeah. No, that's not something you would ever find me doing. Right. And not even with like a group of your closest friends. Like no. you wouldn't be like, let's get the party started. Hey, let me make out with you. Well, do you want to get the party started? Let's have a shot. Or just be naked around. They're naked around each other constantly. Right. Walking in on each other, like, having sex, laughing, pointing at it, talking about it. Like, it's just so different, I feel like, culturally. Yeah, the culture, the cultures are completely different. And I'm well, not saying that represents all Geordie culture. No, I'm no. saying, like, this group of people, and from what I could see, and the people they were around in clubs, and at the, like, you know, the places they were promoting at, and, and such. And just, like, I don't know if you remember, there was, like, an episode where the boys went to do, like, some job for Anna, and they were wearing, like, these like little flaps that just covered their like dicks and then they had like no shirts on 
they were like literally naked and it wasn't like a strip club it was like a birthday party or something <laughs> i'm like what are they doing and it was totally normal like they didn't question it at all yeah nobody said anything yeah, <laughs> no. no i don't remember that episode i don't, I don't know. know if it was like a girl's 21st or like a lady's 40th or something like that but it was <laughs> a, it was a birthday party for sure and then um i don't know if you remember but when we were in the hospital at, right after we had the baby we were like watching it on the ipad just like mindlessly i don't know that we were even actually probably paying attention probably we, weren't even we had like no we had like no sleep but i remember the nurse like walked in and she was like oh oh actually no it was the lactation consultant and she was like <laughs> she's like what are you watching and we were like jordy shore and she's like what is that Love Jersey Shore. She was like this older lady, yeah. and then she like sat there and watched it with us for yeah. like five minutes. And I'm just thinking, oh my god, if this was my mom watching this, like she'd be horrified because this show is so ridiculous. Which my mom did watch some episodes. She did because we put it on mindlessly when I was pregnant during like my early maternity leave before I had the baby. But yeah, so definitely this spiral and a progression of like reality shows and like dating reality shows over yeah. a span yeah. of time so i want to go back to like the the random like shows like especially the dating shows like try love with tequila keep tequila mm -hmm. uh, flavor of love mm -hmm. you think those were a kind of like a cornerstone for the shows like bachelor and bachelorette oh that's like a really good question i don't know because what year did the bachelor air first air probably around the that's same time question. maybe it may you have i mean i mean Bachelor and Bachelorette might have came later on after that, so. 2002. The season of The Bachelor came out 2002. Okay, so flavor. So those shows were more of a playoff of The Bachelor. I think they were trying to maybe be like more of a, yeah, I do. I think they were trying to be a spinoff, but, but what they did wrong was they chose sort of like a, celebrity or social media at the time whatever you called social media because i think tila tequila was sort of a social media yeah she was like a, a cornerstone on myspace with dan cook yeah it was like dan cook and tila tequila were like your top two on myspace I don't, I don't always understand well i think she i don't know what she was i have to look it up but i do think that they all kind of precedent each other because it was kind of like oh the bachelor's getting some let's do this like other spinoff type dating right. you know, reality show and then you put a celebrity like brett michaels or you know flavor Flav. they're just people that are known across a generational span yeah and they got that attention um actually like used to i used to do this like entertainment business when <laughs> i was younger <laughs> and... this topic is going to come up Probably quite a few times through this podcast. I'm glad I didn't talk about it. <laughs> um, I so I basically used to go to this under 21 nightclub when I was younger because I love to dance. And I met a group of friends that all kind of loved the music and, um, you know, kind of party industry. And so we kind of put our brains together and decided to come up with a company um, that represented nightclubs in New Hampshire and um, kind of some low key artists and famous people to bring out to nightclubs and we promoted for them so that we would bring people in and anyways it's a long old story but um basically there the one of the first nights at that club that we actually had like a semi-famous person was the flavor flave and so <laughs> i have met flavor flave and i was probably I don't even know, 18, 17, maybe. I definitely wasn't old enough to drink. I had X's on my hands. 
um which you know i don't know if that's just a massachusetts thing but if you go to an under 21 anything no that's, every, under 21. that's i think that's everywhere because um that song it literally just popped in my head when you said x's on my hand oh uh, i don't know um <laughs> anyways continue well so Flavor Flav came out and he wore that ridiculous clock and he had, I think, an Adidas tracksuit on and he just like did some rap there and the, the club was so packed and it was probably one of the like few, I think it was kind of a thing at that time zone. I don't think it really exists anymore. Like under 21 nightclubs are like 18 plus. Yeah, no, I, really I, think I haven't. Do that. I remember one that I used to go to that I know definitely got shot. Drink? No, huh. it was... um. Oh, what was, was it? Was it Boston? The Palace. The Palace, yeah. That was only certain nights. Yeah. I think actually the, the Amber Room was one of them, and that was only certain nights too. But it was it was under 21 some nights, but then it was like an 18 plus. The under 21, I'm like thinking back, and I'm sure everybody there was probably like wasted, and they just drank and like whatever before they went. Oh, yeah. I never I never underage drank, so I would literally go to stone, stone Cold Sober. I would show up to this club, drink like a Red Bull, and like dance my butt off, and I just like loved it. So anyways, yeah, <laughs> long story short, met a couple of famous people doing that. It was super fun. Didn't really make a lot of money, but I met some really amazing, pe- talented people that I'm so glad that I got to know um, and kind of learn a little bit of like the the hustle of the industry of like making a mixtape and being a DJ and working on a radio station. It was really fun. I got to like go to a recording studio and do like show with Capadonna and I did a show with Kel Mitchell and it was really fun. It was a different lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now many, I rock babies to sleep. <laughs> many, many moons ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was honestly the time that around the time, you know, it was shortly after that. Um, I would say so it was like 2007, 2008, 2009. So it was like shortly after all that stuff aired. So I'm sure they were all doing appearances. Yeah, like I'm that. sure they would do. Uh, I mean, I even remember kind of bring back a, an ep- a show that we talked about last um, podcast was. Uh, down south i remember them promoting them doing like appearances yeah oh yeah different bars so i mean that that i mean that's, i'm sure that was right after he finished recording that show and you know his name is out there and he's got a little bit of a hype so why not go promote yourself and try to get i don't know any kind of buzz. i just think about all the stuff i did with that company um and how different it would be if social media was like what it is now like you people didn't really use social media for their own personal advertisement like no. they do now. No, not then. yeah, not as much. I mean there was I mean Facebook new. was a thing then, but it just it wasn't like yeah, it is. But Facebook back then was more of like people to stay connected with their like high school friends who went to different colleges. Yeah. It's not like it going now involve... where like everyone's mom and dad and aunt and uncle are on Facebook. Which is the main reason why I got off of Facebook. It didn't even require, like, it wasn't even as as much as it is now with pictures and posts. It was more, right. it really was just about social networking then. Yeah, there, there was, I mean, then again, also, you didn't have a cell phone 
I mean, if you had a camera on your cell phone, it had, took the worst photos Oh, my ever. God. Do you remember? And then trying to post <laughs> these. Like, I mean, we're going on a completely different tangent. But see, away from... this is what I mean. Reality <laughs> TV relates to right, the world. To everything. So, I mean, we can have a whole episode on Facebook if we want later. Um. Well, so this just made me think of it. But I watched this <laughs> little, like, documentary thing on Netflix about the Kardashians after I finished the Hulu special, which we still haven't even touched on that in my series of reality TV things. We'll, we'll dedicate, we'll de- we'll a, whole dedicate a whole episode for you to talk about the Kardashians. Okay. And you no can pressure. Go, you can go for 30 minutes and I'll just sit here and listen. Okay. And, and you'll appreciate them, but we'll get there. Um, But I watched this. It was a documentary about kind of like what made the Kardashians what they are today and like what kind of a lot of backstory about like Chris Chris Jenner and like how she sort of represented and managed her kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyways, there was a, an interview with a talent manager. His name was Jason Moore. And he said something that really struck me um, about reality TV. He said, reality TV is like a 30-second commercial for yourself, for you and your brand. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is definitely a theme oh, I've seen. yeah, 100%. Across more reality shows now, present day, as opposed to maybe some of those, like, Definitely not for, like, the rock of loves of the day or, yeah, that, or the party down stuff. <laughs> right. It's definitely more prominent now if you, like, even any pretty much reality show that has been um, either remade or that has been, like, what pops to mind immediately is um, Jersey Shore is Vinny is always wearing that, like, brand that brand. He, he sports, like, and I mean, you're always, I mean, if you're always wearing this, like a shirt with a brand on it, you're always promoting, promoting that it. one. I'm just telling you right now, I could again talk for another 30 minutes on one episode about all of the different, right now, airing right now, reality TV stars and their personal brands, brands yeah. that they're selling and marketing. And they're doing it literally free of, like, free of charge to themselves. Like, they're not even needing to buy or pay for big campaigns and cover stories and, you know, ads and things like that. They're literally, like you said, they're wearing their brand or they're posting a video, a clip on the, on Instagram of them and their brand, or they're, you know, talking about their upcoming fashion show on their TV show. Like, so let's hold that topic. Let's say that we'll, we'll transition our next episode and we'll talk about all the different brands that are up there of how each you know reality tv person is promoting their brands through their own show Mm -hmm. so let's um we'll wrap it up there i feel like this is a more upbeat episode oh i can't wait for the kardashian episode (laughs) (laughs) so uh if you are still here make sure you guys give us a uh, review on apple Podcasts. Give us the five stars please be nice (laughs) if you give us the one star you're just a big meanie and we don't like that we want positivity. Only positivity in 2023. <laughs> I love it. And we are going to work on social media. Yes. Hopefully that soon. is literally my plan. Once we finish recording this episode, I am going to start. A lot of pressure. I don't know. Getting, getting some, uh, at least getting the, the, uh, the name out there yeah. onto like the, the TikToks and Instagrams of the world. But thank you guys for, for listening to us. Thank you so much for continuing to support us. Um, We're really having fun with this, and it's definitely a way for us to be creative and bond together. Yeah, it's been uh, been a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot more to talk about than we thought. More than you thought. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, 
I could let you just talk for 30 minutes easily. Rude. <laughs> We just get her on one of her Amanda stories, and that's a whole episode. <laughs> that's a n- whole nother episode. <laughs> a whole nother episode. So, anyways, thanks so, guys for listening. Appreciate you all being here. Until next time, have a good one. Bye. See ya.